This week on the Tech on Tap podcast, Deb Prakash and Simeon Mazur join us to discuss cloud backup for applications. Welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast with Justin Parisi. I love NetApp. Oh, yeah. NetApp. I love this company. Zipor. Zipor. I love NetApp because it's so funny. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Tech on Tap podcast. My name is Justin Parisi. I'm here in the studio and with me today I have a couple of special guests to talk to me all about cloud backup. Uh, but first, let's find out who we're talking to. So with us today we have Semyon Mazor. So Semyon, um, what do you do here at NetApp and how do I reach you? Hi Justin, I'm Semyon Mazor. I'm a product marketing manager in the Cloud Innovation Center in uh, Tel Aviv. And you can reach me by sending me email samion.mazor at netup.com or in my LinkedIn, Samion Mazor. All right, excellent. Also with us today, we have Deb Prakash. Deb, what do you do here at NetUp and how do we reach you? Hey, Justin. I'm Devi Santos. Uh, people call me Dev here. And uh, uh, I'm here with NetApp uh, since last two years. And uh, I take care of uh, Snaps into line of products, so including cloud backup for applications and uh, VMs. People can reach me over devisantos.prakash at netapp.com or over LinkedIn. There is only one Devisantos. All right, excellent. We'll uh, we'll put that in the show notes after the podcast if people can find that and click on the link. So uh, we're here to talk about cloud backup and specifically cloud backup for applications. But I'd like to start off with an overview of what cloud backup is. So what is cloud backup? Cloud backup is a native service to backup your on tap and it started from requests from, from customers. So we know that today the scale of data is very large and petabytes of data is not something that is rare, but, and in order to, to, to back it up, uh, the, the existing protocols just weren't built for that. So in order to do that, you need to expose your storage to a file system and you need a, a massive compute for that. And it causes lots of problem with the environment can impact the production. And also the, when the data moved, it's not encrypted totally. And there's lots of challenges in this aspect. So then we understand that actually we have a solution for that uh, because we have a great replication technology called SnapMirror. And we have a great technology to, uh, to connect the ONTAP to object storage, which is called Fabric Pool. And we also have the ability to identify the changes with SnapDiff. So we put it all together to create SnapMirror Cloud and orchestrating all that with Cloud Backup, which is part of Cloud Manager, the, uh, the one place you can manage all the cloud services. And it had a lot of information on it. So actually the, the process to do that is very easy. So it means that you can very easily replicate your data to an object storage, stored in the cloud or locally on storage grid and preserve all, all storage efficiencies, uh, do it in a very simple way, it's actually a real set and forget and enjoy a form of full security for encryption of everything. It's independent copy, so it's also reliable. And, and basically that's it. So, so with that, we actually solve most of the challenges related to backup and protecting your data. 
how does something like cloud backup have an advantage over on-prem solutions or, or tape solutions? Like what are the benefits of using something like cloud backup versus those other things? Yeah, actually you also managed the, the on top and, and the evolution of the solution is also interesting because we started from backing up CVO, where it says for request to have an independent copy stored in the independent bucket of CVO. And the demand was very high for that. And there were requests also to back up the on-premises environment. So we added that and, and the adoption of it is, is, is crazy. Actually, it's the, the fastest growing service. So this is, this is in terms of how, how it evolved. And in terms of comparing to, to other alternatives, so first again, it's, it's built for scaling. So it's not something that, that it, there's no situation that you won't meet backup windows. So this is, I think, the, the first and the most important aspect. But beside, besides that, it's an easy way to have additional copy of the data stored off-site, uh, which is scalable, uh, charge per consumption, per actual consumptions, and also, of course, we're backing up to be able to restore it. So the restore is also very easy and you don't need to need to, to manage a remote location to break tapes for, from physically. And you also don't need to, to manage all that. Uh, so I guess I think those are the, the main differences. So when we're backing up to the cloud, are we, are we using specific protocols like NAS? Or are we using something else like S3? Or you know, is it interchangeable depending on what you're using on-prem? So basically, what we're doing is is taking is we under underneath is it's SnapMirror, SnapMirror to cloud. So we replicate the data and change the format to object storage, and it can be stored on every object storage. It can be S3 bucket, it can be Blob, it can be a Google Cloud Storage, or it can be Storage Grid. Okay, so the source has to be a NetApp storage. It can't be something like you know a third party storage or a, you know. A Ceph type of thing, right? Yeah, it's built purposely for on top, specifically for on top, and I think it's also one of the advantages because it, you know, it's built by NetApp for on top. Uh, you don't need the customers don't need to uh, work with third parties for that, and we know on top better than anybody else, right? So the, I think it's uh, an advantage of of the service. Excellent. So with that. Being said, having SnapMirror for S3 as the underlying engine, I, there are some limitations. I mean, there are some support gaps right now that you can't use with it. I'm guessing, like, for example, uh, flex group volumes. can't do flex group volumes with SnapMirror for S3. Yeah, this is, uh, the, not, not, not yet, let's say that, but it will be supported soon. All right. And I think we will be the first to support that and the only one. All right. Um, so Deb mentioned he works on SnapCenter a bit, and this sounds a bit like an evolution of SnapCenter. Is, is that accurate, Dev? Yeah, you can call it uh, extension of uh, SnapCenter or uh, complementing capabilities of SnapCenter. So given that, there's, there's this new thing called cloud backup for applications. Okay. I would imagine that's Basically, what SnapCenter is doing with you know backing up things like Exchange and Oracle and that sort of thing is that is that accurate? So uh, you can say that uh, cloud backup for applications will be interacting with your on-prem SnapCenter. 
So the technology remains uh, for on-prem, it completely remains un unchanged. And uh, we leverage existing capabilities or infrastructure that cloud backup service has already built to use or extend this offering. So you're basically interacting with the existing Snap Center technology on-prem, but using it with a cloud resident application. Is that more like what that is? There is no application residing in cloud. You, you have only cloud backup service as an orchestration layer or the management team that is sitting on cloud manager. But your entire application is still remaining on-prem. There is no application residing in cloud now. So, so in this case, what happens is your snap center on-prem, which is classic snap center, takes the snapshot, primary snapshots, and uh, keep it in primary storage or secondary storage. With cloud backup for application, what you are doing is, we are moving that snapshot from primary storage or secondary storage to an object store in AWS or Azure Block. So that movement orchestration or the management plane is in CBS. So with the interaction with SnapCenter, I, I imagine it only supports the application that SnapCenter supports. So given that, what is SnapCenter support application-wise today? Correct. So SnapCenter supports uh, Oracle, MS SQL, Exchange, SAP HANA. Then you have uh, VMware workloads. Then you have custom plugins as well. But uh, with this one, we, we at this point of time for cloud backup for applications, we are supporting only Oracle and SQL. Other workloads will follow. So what's the, what's the workload you support only right now? You Oracle or and SQL. Oracle and SQL, okay. So so just the, the Oracle and SQL workloads today for the cloud backup for applications, but eventually it'll evolve into the other ones, I would imagine. Right. So with, um, you know, with the backups in the restores, does it keep a, a catalog of things? I mean, is the restore pretty straightforward? How does that work? Yeah, that depends actually whether you are doing a volume-based backup or uh, application backup. In volume-based backup, you have a catalog where indexing and cataloging is available today and uh, you can do a quick search to restore. But in uh, applications, uh, that is not yet available today. It will come later point of time. At this point of time, you will see that entire inventory of the snapshots that has been backed up. And you will have option there to restore it to a target host in on-prem. Okay. Now you mentioned the the application piece. Does cloud backup also do like uh like NAS back backup, like cataloging of of high file count environments, or is that something that's not supported there? Yeah, I think that part uh, about the cloud backup part, uh, Simeon can cover. But uh, with cloud backup for applications. It's specifically done for applications about NAS and file backups. That is something uh, cloud backup can confirm. Simeon can confirm that. Yeah, so this is something that were added recently, and we have now the ability to, to search for, um, for backups. And it's mostly relevant in cases that you have long term archiving and you don't know what exactly specifically you're looking for. And so yeah, it's not no part of the product as well. So is that so powered by something like Elasticsearch or you know, I'm sorry, uh, you know, something like that on the I'm on the uh, cloud side, like a service there? Actually, it was it was built using a cloud native technology. So for each cloud provider, it uses its own cloud technology, and it's like run inside the specific environment of the customers, and you just 
you run it inside there and using the, the native technology for it. Okay, so whatever functionality is is residing in, say, GCP or you know AWS or Azure, there's there's their own search technology, and we we leverage that service inside of the cloud backup piece. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So with uh, cloud backup and cloud backup for applications, what sort of licensing model are we looking at here? How do how do people get access to it, and how do they pay for it? I know you mentioned per, you know, paying as you go basically with a capacity-based thing, but is there anything else? I think that uh, right now it's capacity-based and the capacity-based has two uh, models, uh, which is one is uh, on the front and uh, the other front. I think uh, the, I forgot the terminology that Cloud Backup uses. It's uh, front-end data and back-end data. So how much of uh, the volume data that you want to protect there is one mechanism and how much of the data that has been protected on S3, there is another mechanism. So you can opt out of this, that which model you want to opt for the subscription-based pricing. So at this point of time, it is purely capacity-based uh, charging that is offered. But uh, the question, if it is related to application, there is no separate licensing on pricing for applications and VMs it's all covered within CBS license. So if you have today a cloud backup service license existing, and tomorrow when you log into your account, you will see that applications and virtual machines are also available. There is without any additional expense. So with cloud backup for applications, you mentioned that there's only SQL and Oracle support today. What other limitations are we looking at with the initial release? Is there anything else that we might be missing that we might want? Yeah, I think uh, mostly if you look at Oracle and MS SQL that we are supporting, uh, we are not supporting the virtualized layouts like uh, RDMs or applications sitting on VMDK. That that's something not uh, released in uh, the first release that we just we are about to release now. So, but but that is something that is on uh, roadmap and will be coming subsequently once we introduce VMware capabilities. And uh, also, you will not be able to look at or uh, kind of use customized policies. So the backup policies or retention policies that you define are currently pre-canned. So we will be shipping with pre-canned policies in the first release, and then later we'll be adding the customized policies. These are two major differences that you see today uh, in terms of the cloud backup uh, for applications that is available and not available. So is this available publicly now or is it in a preview mode? Like what sort of availability do we have for this specific thing, the, the cloud backup application? And in addition to that, I mean, how do we get access to something like cloud backup? It's kind of, um, I think we are uh, nearing the release date. By end of March, we will be going for GA for this version. So preview is uh, kind of preview is open and uh, will remain open until GA. But um, the product is coming soon. So if anyone is planning to experience the product for a longer duration, maybe it is better for them to wait till GA. And uh, how do they get access? It's You can go ahead with uh, the CDS licensing. You can go to Cloud Manager, buy CDS license, and then activate your licenses, access CBS, backup and restore, and then you will see your uh, option there that how do you want to protect your application, whether it is the application is residing on-prem or is it residing in cloud. Opt for on application residing in on-prem and it will 
ask you to register your on-prem snap center. Once you register your on-prem snap center, then it will auto-discover all the applications that has been kind of registered with snap center server. And it will opt you or offer you that whether you want to backup or offload those snapshots to S3 bucket. And from there, you can go ahead with availing the service. So what kind of use cases are you seeing for cloud backup out there, Semyon? Like what, what are people using it for the most? I think the most important thing that now open is to backup your application to the cloud and align with three to one backup strategy, which says you need to have three copies of the data in two different formats, which one of them is offsite. So now with this, this integration of cloud backup in SnapCenter, you can take your application, have a third copy of it, uh, transform the format to object storage and have it on the cloud offsite. Uh, I think this is one of the most uh, exciting thing about this announcement. And, and of course, cloud backup for applications is an application-based use case, right? I mean, if you got SQL or if you got Oracle, that's what, that's what you want to look at for your backup strategy with the cloud. Exactly. So, of course, it's focused on your application and VM. Now we can back up them as well. And for, from the perspective of cloud backup, you know, we were focused on unstructured, on nice data, and now we have new workloads that just added to that on top of Kubernetes workloads that also was recently added. So there's different workloads, even different new personas that are now open to, to utilize a so Deb, with, with SnapCenter, I imagine that there's some sort of interaction with the application itself through maybe like a VSS provider or you know APIs that quiesce the application to allow for uh, crash consistent backups and application consistent backups. Is that something that is configurable in SnapCenter? Is that on by default? How does that work? Yeah, that, that is something that is existing. I mean, uh, with cloud backup for applications, we are not changing the way snapshots are getting taken. And the way snapshot is taken in your primary, that remains as it is completely untouched. So snap center workflows are completely untouched. Where we are integrating here is once the snapshot has been taken by snap center and is residing in primary or secondary, cloud backup for application kicks off from there that how do you take that snapshot from there to an S3 bucket? That, that's the focus of cloud backup for applications and restore it back to on-prem whenever required. Did that help, Justin? Or, yeah, 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 absolutely. No, it sounds fine. Um, so I know that Oracle and SQL can run either on Block or NAS. Is, is, does SnapCenter care about that or is it just back it up regardless? Cloud backup for application doesn't care about that. I mean, all that it cares is where is the snapshot residing? If snapshot is residing at this location and is not virtualized, then we will take up. So Deb, if I wanted to find out how to get access to this preview, um, again, how do we do that? Yeah, we, we have a, a form uh, which we have rolled out for customers and partners to nominate themselves for this preview. They can uh, pretty much uh, submit their details in this form and we will take the enrollment for the participation of the preview. Apart from that, they can directly mail it to me as well so that uh, I can also directly kind of enroll their uh, uh, participation in the preview. 
One thing that is required there is they need to deploy the cloud manager connector and they need to share the connector ID with us so that we can whitelist and they can get access. Since the preview is not public, it's a private and limited preview with uh, certain members having access. So to get those exclusive access, you need to share the connector ID that you have. And uh, Semyon, you know, where else would I find more information about Cloud Backup? So basically just on Cloud Central, cloud.netup.com. And to try it also, you can go to cloudmanager.netup.com, create your account and try it in, in practice. And if you have any question, you can use the intercom inside it and you will get direct uh, assistance from one of our cloud solution architects. All right, excellent. So it sounds like we've got some uh, good information to look at out there. We can also get access to the preview to try it out. Um, so, you know, be sure to check it out. Uh, we'll put the link in the blog so you get access to that. Uh, and, you know, again, thank you, Deb and Semyon, for joining us to tell us all about Cloud Backup and Cloud Backup for Applications. All right, that music tells me it's time to go. If you'd like to get in touch with us, send us an email to podcast at netapp.com or send us a tweet at netapp. As always, if you'd like to subscribe, find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or via TechOnTapPodcast.com. If you like the show today, leave us a review. On behalf of the entire Tech on Tap podcast team, I'd like to thank Jeff Prakash and Semi Mazor for joining us today. As always, thanks for listening. Oh, yeah. Is it just me that's getting off on this? Oh, yeah.